Before the episode begins, we'd like to have a few words from our sponsor, The Outbreak. A zombie plague has infected the city, and you have to make it to the safe zone within the time limit or be consumed by the horde chasing you down. As you walk or work out, The Outbreak will take the steps logged onto your phone or watch and turn that into power you can use to outrun and outfight the zombie horde. You can participate alone, in teams, or against each other to see who can get to the safe zone first. Each race has a specific story and specific rewards for completing it, like a real-life medal and shirt sent directly to your door. So download the Outbreak on the App Store or Google Play, and at checkout, make sure you use the code PEGASUS. That's P-E-G-A-S-U-S to save 15% on your order. If you want to support us and what we love doing, check out The Outbreak. Now, enjoy the episode. Recording 4B from Millennium Park. Reconvening with Reynolds James. Just as a, a precaution, you aren't currently in possession of any contraband, correct? Uh, no. Good. How are you feeling today? Like shit. I gathered earlier that food and water rations haven't been restored to their normal amounts, so that's not too surprising. Brooks, make a note that we gotta find these kids some more food at least. If you start to feel too sick to keep going, just let us know. So last we left off, Krista expressed that she had been feeling ill. What then? She seemed a bit better after dinner. More like herself. Nothing really of note happened that night. Alright, then just go ahead and jump to the next significant memory. It was pretty early the next morning. I had just started work when someone came into storage. Hey bud, can I get a file on the emulsification of body tissue in a solidified gel by Juliet Sawyer? What? Oh, um, my bad. Uh, 22567E. Got it. Oh. I didn't know that Julie had papers in here, she wrote. Oh, you know her? You could say that. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, she was here and wrote a couple papers on the state of the world before she went off to study the Pegasus anomaly. You mean that mall in Dayton? Do you know about it? I've heard stories. Well, that shit's fucked up. Oh, pardon my French. But Juliet was one of the original founders of this camp. Then she went on that research mission, and now she's back, and man, oh man, I think that place really messed her up. But you know what I think really did her in? After she left, they took her favorite kittens away. Don't tell her this, but I'm pretty sure that's why she's so depressed now. But you didn't hear it from me. Yeah. Does she have more of her work here? Oh, you bet, bud. It's everywhere. She's one of the smartest people here. Good to know. All right, enough chit-chat. Back to the old meat grinder. <laughs> See ya, bud. Bye, Howard. So this is when you learned about Juliet's past? That was just the beginning. Only knowing Juliet worked at the camp prior to the mall wouldn't have been enough to really make a difference. So that's when Michael came in. So you talked to Juliet already, then? Yes. Was his death at least quick? We were on the border of being friends, I guess. I would see him as I moved files around and he would check people in. I also knew he had a skeleton key, so he could lock up if needed. So you used him? I did. I, I asked if he could go into Juliet's office and find anything detailing what she did when she left Millennium the first time. 
I told him to meet me in my tent. Excuse me? Reynold? Yeah, Mike. What you got? Okay. Um, I know this might sound kind of crazy, but I found this notebook she left behind, and it seems bad. I don't understand a lot of it, but your name is in it, so I thought maybe you would? Uh, do you mind if I write this stuff down? Go ahead. Does any of it mean anything to you? Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. You found this in her office? No, but then I went to her lab. It was just sitting on a counter, and I opened it to see if there was a name inside, and I found all of this. Something about a mall and... Prometheus and some religious thing. There were a couple of other names in there too. A girl who works here, Chrissa, and other names I didn't recognize. Victoria Marsh, David Sullivan, Samantha Wen. More that I don't remember. Do you know any of them? A couple. What she's trying to do. She's working with the lab technicians and doctors and researchers all the time. I know those guys and they're good people. I don't want any of them to get hurt. Trust me. I, I get it. Do you know anything about what they actually do here? What the tests and experiments they're running are all about? I hear bits and pieces, and sometimes I hear the noise from the labs. But they keep everything pretty hush-hush. I'm surprised there's nothing in here about that, considering how involved she is with at least one of them. It makes me think there's gotta be more than one of these, then. More than one notebook? I mean, most of this is detailing stuff prior to her coming here. And everything she's written in here since has been about some group and Greek mythology and me, for some reason. So where is everything else? I can't trust that the experiments she's conducting are done in good faith or whatever after reading this. I've only heard about one, but who knows how many more she's involved with. She could hurt a lot of people. I want to find her lab notes. I hate to ask this, but... If she sees me in there, she'd get me arrested straight away, or worse. Given what's in here, she has no reason to be suspicious of you. Could you go back in there and see if you can find it? Anything that seems important. I... I could try. If it's going to save people from whatever she's doing to them, then yes, I can do that. You hang on to the notebook. She comes in here pretty often, and I can't see it ending well if she notices I have it. What are you going to do? If the lab notes aren't there, they've got to be somewhere. Her tent's not a bad place to look. You're going to sneak into her tent? For the greater good, right? So it seems like he found your notebook and brought it to you to read, but kept it in his possession. When he went to go back and find her lab notes, she caught him. He confronted her about the notebook, and she couldn't have him turning her in, so she killed him. I, I assume so, but... He didn't deserve to get sucked into all that. So you read the notebook? Yeah. What was in it? Victoria's grand plan, though when I read it I didn't know that. But it talked about the Adlegerites, Victoria's power, their goals, plus it had all of Juliet's research notes from when she first arrived at the mall. It answered so many questions I didn't even have yet. I wrote down everything that seemed important. The Alidrites? Juliet's group? Have you guys gotten anything at all from questioning her? 
She refused to tell us the name, but we knew she was part of a bigger group. What can you tell us about them? Everything. What do you want to know? Oh, so you're just freely giving out information now. I've been showing you memories for days. Sure, but you haven't exactly been frothing at the mouth to divulge extra information, even about Juliet and Victoria. So, why now? You're really going to complain that he's being cooperative? What happened to getting as much information as we can? I want to know, too. I'm just saying it seems a little odd that he would switch so quickly. I just figured you'd like to know. But I guess I thought wrong. Sorry. No, she's just being... Please, continue. The Atlegerites are a religious group who all followed Victoria. From what I knew, it was made up of people Victoria had grouped with in the mall. Why Victoria? Because she could see the future. She had powers. They figured if she was right about some things, why wouldn't she be right about everything? Those visions. Did she show you any more? Not me, personally, no. What more do you want about the Atlegerites? You're stalling. There's been a memory queued here since the last one ended, and you obviously don't want it played. So what is it? After talking to Michael, I went to see if I could find anything in Juliet's tent, but there was nothing useful. And now, with finding everything out from Juliet's notebook, I knew I had to tell Chris what I saw. We need to see that. It has to be important. It is. Hey, I need to talk to you. I've been looking for you everywhere. I... Listen, I'm sorry I've been hiding this from you, but I didn't know how to tell you, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but you just have to trust me that this is true. I don't know how she did it, but Victoria showed me a vision of the future and- Well, thank God, she showed you too? I was trying to find you earlier to tell you, but I, I sort of figured you might not believe me because at first I'm saying she's evil and now I'm saying she has magic powers. Like, that's sort of a lot to accuse someone of and no proof, but if she showed you too, oh my God, please don't worry. How the fuck am I supposed to not worry? We'll fight it. We don't know that that's the only possible future. Maybe we can figure out how to avoid it. Juliet said that every vision she has comes true. Well, then this will be the first one that doesn't. Wait, why are you talking to Juliet about this? Juliet was there when Victoria showed me, so I asked about it when I saw her at work. When did Victoria show you? The day after I got released from prison. When did she show you? Like an hour ago? I sort of went and yelled at Juliet about it when I was trying to find you. She was saying shit like, I'm sorry about what's going to happen to Reynold, and I'm like, you're sitting right next to him while it happens and not doing jack shit, so obviously you aren't that sorry. Wait, what? Uh, what? What are you talking about? In the vision. Juliet wasn't next to me. She was on the ground by Victoria. Victoria wasn't there. It was you and Juliet across from two other people I didn't recognize. I don't think we saw the same thing. What exactly did you see? You were hooked up to some machine. It was attached to your shoulders and back. It was connected to some big prismic thing with a bunch of buttons on it. And there was a microphone hooked up to some weird box. You were yelling something about leaving you alone and them torturing you, and you seemed so upset and in pain. And Juliet was sitting next to you almost laughing. The two people across from you, there was a man and a woman. They both seemed upset for you. But they weren't trying to help you. God, it hurts to think about. Like, physically, my head is throbbing. Oh. 
Were you there? Not that I saw. Maybe, though. I mean, it has to be part of Novalux, right? Weird testing. Juliet? The woman in there was dressed the same as the scientist, so she might have been one of them. It just seems like the most obvious answer, especially if they were recording it. Why else set up a mic? Did it look the same as any other tests they've done on you? I mean, I didn't recognize the machine, but they have a bunch of weird shit they use. It wouldn't surprise me if that's just something that comes into play down the line. But you said I was screaming? That I, I, I was in pain? Is, is that what their testing does? Sometimes. Chris! But we can fight it! No one besides Juliet and Victoria know you were in the mall yet, and none of them knows you got stabbed by the book, and without that, I'm not sure they'd really have any use for you. Honestly, even with that, I'm not sure they'd test you, because they want the electricity from me. But obviously there's a possibility they might, so we just have to keep that from happening. Yeah. We fight it. You don't have to worry. We'll keep you safe. <laughs> So that's not what she showed you? No. What was it then? We fight it, yeah? Yeah. I don't know how it happens. I don't know when it happens, or even where we are when it happens, but we were under one of those outdoor tents with no sides. It's raining, not too far away. Juliet is lying on the ground, and Victoria is standing there with a gun, and you've been shot, and I'm holding you, and trying to stop the bleeding, and it won't stop, and you, you're talking to me, and then you aren't. Please say something. Okay. Okay? So that's what she showed you. But that doesn't mean that's definitely what's going to happen. I mean, how do we know she's not just bullshitting us? She's not. Well, that still doesn't mean that's the only outcome. There's gotta be 10,000 ways we end up in that situation, sure, but that means there's 30,000 where we don't. If we play it safe and make smart choices, we can fix this. We can change it. You said Julia and Victoria were in the vision, so we have to stay away from any place they're at together. Should we leave the camp? I, I didn't recognize the place where it all happened. I, I wouldn't put it past them to follow us if we left. So I think leaving is a, a bigger risk. Okay. See? One smart choice already. One smart choice, and one lucky break. Do you know Michael Foster? Front desk in the med building, right? Yeah. He came up to me at work today to ask if I knew Juliet because he found her notebook. It had everything about Victoria and their group from the mall. I didn't understand most of it, but I copied anything that seemed important, and it doesn't matter if I don't understand it, because Juliet will. This is insane. I don't even know where to start with it all. What makes you think she'd elaborate on any of it for you? This section, here. All about her time before Pegasus and the early days there. I'm willing to bet there's something in there she doesn't want Victoria finding out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 
probably a lot of this, considering Victoria doesn't even know Juliet is part of Nova Lux. What? When I was talking to her today, she told me. I'm not sure how much exactly she's hiding, but it's at least the experiment. If she's hiding her work now, I'm willing to bet she never told Victoria about her work then either. And I don't think Victoria would like to know she's being spied on by her own people. This is it. This is how we stop it all. We, we, we blackmail her. We get as much information as we can from her about what Victoria's next moves are and what she's planning to do. And we can stay ahead of it. We'll stop it. As a team. As a team. I won't let you down. Listen. Even if I... If we can't stop this, it's not because you let me down. This might happen, and it's not your fault if it does. I just need to tell you that. So, how do we approach Juliet? I'll talk to her at work tomorrow. I could try and talk to her during testing someday, too. How often are you two alone in the room? Not often, but I could ask her to stay after. Say I had a few questions or something. Doesn't that seem like asking for trouble? What? You wouldn't want to threaten someone who has a scalpel? <laughs> I wouldn't want to threaten someone who has no conscience and full medical control over me. She doesn't have full medical control. Only like 75%. I could still chop off my leg or something and she couldn't stop me. <gasps> hey, wait. So just theoretically, if Victoria's right and I'm going to die however she showed you, does that mean I'm invincible until that happens? That's not funny. Sorry. How are you not freaking out right now? Oh, I am. I'm just choosing to ignore it until it becomes unavoidable. I work better under extreme duress anyway. Of course. It feels like we should be doing something. Like we're doing something wrong by sitting here and there's so much at stake. Let's do something then. Let's celebrate. Celebrate what? Who cares? The fact that we made it this far? The fact that we're still together? <laughs> the fact that we even wound up together at all? I just want to be happy for a bit. It's going to be really easy to get lost in all of this. It's scary as fuck and it's depressing, but we have to keep finding moments of joy. I don't care if it's five minutes or five days. I might have to sit here and wait around for death, but I'm not letting it ruin my life. So, was it public speaking classes or just the job experience? Oh my god, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> so, we're celebrating tonight? Do you not have work? I mean, technically, but there's no reason you can't just come hang out with me in the building. Do some more digging around Juliet's office. See what weird shit other people are working on in the labs. Wait, I haven't gotten to show you yet. I found the perfect place for stargazing. Okay. Uh, recon and stargazing tonight. And for now, let's go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for a walk. Oh my god, I'm so excited for the party this weekend. <laughs> that couldn't have been easy. Are you okay? No. Can you keep going? 
Yes. All right. We already know what Victoria showed you. We don't need to discuss that. But Chrissa, Chris, right? She hated being called Chrissa. Chris saw us, except not really. She said she saw you and Juliet with us, but we don't interview you and Juliet together. But you will. If Victoria saw it, it'll happen. Why did she see that? How did she see something she won't even be alive for? It sucks, doesn't it? When you know that what she saw is real. It's like someone you can't see is looking at you through a window you're staring right at. And that's the thing. You never know how much she really saw. She couldn't have seen that much. With how many secrets it sounds like Juliet was keeping from her. Juliet was caught in a web of her own lies. One loose thread, and the whole thing would fall apart. Speaking of secrets, can you clarify for me what exactly you were talking about with Juliet's investigations? When nightfall struck, Juliet was with some of her colleagues. They made their way to Millennium, and they were assigned to check out some anomaly in Dayton. That was Pegasus Mall. Juliet got hurt while she was inside, and they sought help from Victoria's group. Juliet and her friends were terrified of Victoria's group members, but they made for good protectors and good research subjects. Victoria specifically, given her power, so Juliet kept taking notes. But eventually, Victoria started getting to her, converting her. Everyone in Victoria's initial group was an Allegrite, and pretty soon, everyone in Juliet's group became one too. But Juliet never stopped taking notes. She wrote down everything Victoria said, every prophecy, every command, every story. She created a Bible without even realizing it. Though, I guess the Bible wasn't written by Judas. Why wouldn't Victoria have been okay with a record? Wouldn't she have wanted everything saved? It wasn't the record that was the problem. It wasn't the research. Hell, Victoria probably would have done half of what Juliet did herself. But if you follow Victoria, you follow her to the letter. You go where she tells you to go. You do what she tells you to do. See what she tells you to see. Because she saw more than anyone else, but she didn't see everything. And that scared the shit out of her. Did Victoria usually share the visions she received? Juliet would know more than me, but from what I could tell, she only shared when it was necessary. If it proved a point or gave new directions, stuff like that. And just for the record, about the stuff with Victoria's vision, you know we aren't trying to hurt you, right? We just need answers, and unfortunately, sometimes that can be a rough process. <sighs> Chris said it herself. You feel bad for me. You're not going to stop. I guess not. Though we will stop here today after one last question. You knew Juliet killed Michael Foster. Yes. Then why didn't you tell us? Because I want you to listen. Because I want you to hear everything that happened. If you're going to make me give you my memories, you're going to have to sit through all of it. It's hard to listen, but... It was even harder to live through, so... If you want the payoff, you have to put in the work first. So you could tell me everything, right now? 
I could tell you everything, but that wasn't the point of this. You don't trust me, you trust my memories. And I highly doubt you would believe me without them. That's why you're going through all of this, isn't it? It is. Alright, you're free to go. Thank you, Reynolds. Can I ask you something real quick? Will you just warn me before you bring Juliet and me in together? I'll try. This isn't going to get any easier, is it? He's a bit dramatic, don't you think? He may be acting like it's the end of the world, but how are you supposed to act when the world's already ended? We're living on an expired Earth. Reynolds has already seen his fate. Wouldn't you live your life fully if you knew it was on a timer? All of our lives are on timers. But there's a difference between watching the clock count down and turning the other way. Once you see the clock, there's no taking your eyes off of it. Even if it's someone else's. Knowing when they die has got to take a toll on you. Reynolds saw Chris's clock. And then he told Chris. Victoria could see all the clocks. She never had a choice either. But she did have a choice to use it for good. And she chose to manipulate and destroy those around her. She found her own clock, didn't she? Better the devil you don't know, I guess. I still don't get it. As far as he knows, Reynolds could end this investigation. But instead, he's choosing to draw it out for who knows how long. So is Juliet. Don't compare them. He could end the historical investigation. You're right. But we still don't know if he can answer any of your questions. We'll never know if we don't fucking ask him. Do you think he's stable enough for that? If he doesn't know and we tell him at the wrong time, who knows what he'll do? We have to be delicate. All I'm saying is that it doesn't seem like he's going to get any better as we get further along. I know. And if we bring in Julia, he might just get more unstable, but... What if we didn't? I mean, it seems like a pretty easy thing to not do. If we prove the vision wrong, that might be evidence that a prowess can be manipulated, or outsmarted, or... I really don't like that she saw us. I'll be honest. We'll continue to interview them alone for as long as possible. If there's a need to bring them both in, we can reevaluate, but... I'd prefer to avoid the whole scene as well. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't even us. Maybe there's a whole second trial they're a part of, and they're the ones who fuck everything up. We're not really torturing them, are we? The machine shouldn't be capable of making them feel pain other than some mild side effects. That's not torture. We're just doing our jobs. This is for the greater good. Yeah. I hope so. Concluding recording 4B from Millennium Park. <laughs>